0: This is Michael Bose. Welcome to Marketing Without the Marketing. Glad that you could be here. This is the podcast where I try to teach you everything that I know about content marketing 10 minutes at a time. Today's topic is optimizing your content for two things, searchability and discovery. I want to make a distinction between those two things uh, in particular. Searchability is sort of, you know, can people find your content, right? Is it searchable when they search are they going to find it really important thing as you might imagine and then discoverability is are people actually likely to find your content even when they're not looking for it now getting found and getting heard you know this is a huge challenge in today's world You know, you need to set yourself up so that you're searchable, discoverable, and once people find you, of course, you know, you've obviously got to back it up with some good content. You've got to be really authoritative and be working towards building that authority. So let's dig into that a little bit. You know, in today's world, just because you stand up at the podium at the front of the room doesn't guarantee that people are going to listen to you. In effect, for better or worse, in the digital world, everyone has the podium. So it's your job then to rise above the noise. That means you've got to position yourself properly and actually earn the right to be heard. Just standing up there, just saying something, just expressing something is not going to be good enough. And that's why this whole concept of searchability and discoverability is really important. So let's start with searchability. Can people actually find your content when they're looking for it? How likely is your content to show up in a Google search? This is the whole underpinning of SEO or search engine optimization. Now you don't need to be an SEO expert, but it does help to employ a few simple guidelines. First of all, you got to be really relevant. Unique Well-written content is the only way to be favored in search. Good content will rise to the top, period. Every algorithm change that Google does, every update that they make is based on this. They want to deliver the best, most relevant, most timely content. And if you're doing that, you're going to be favored. So that's above anything that you can do. Make sure that you're relevant. Now the other thing if you're thinking about your content strategy in general is that you want your site to be dynamic. Fresh content attracts search engines. So just having a site is not going to be good enough. You just put up that one-page site, it's a good start, but what you want to do is use a blogging platform rather than just this sort of, you know, personal portfolio site. Blogs are really 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 good for this because, you know, it gives you sort of an easy way to serve up fresh content regularly. So if you think about it, basically what that's doing is it's just telling the, the Google bots that are constantly combing the web for new content. Hey, look, look at this site over here. There's new content. And then the next week, the same thing happens in the next week or however often you publish. That's a good thing. It keeps the bots coming back saying, oh, look, this is a live dynamic site. It's not just a flat site. And it's going to push you up in the search rankings. So just think of it this way, start a blog or a podcast or some way to deliver uh, short form content uh, and do so regularly because your content is much more search friendly on a blog uh, than on an inanimate website. And, you know, most websites uh, today, especially sort of in the, you know, small business realm, are done on WordPress or something similar, which means, hey, look, that is a blogging platform. So great. Now, the next thing to do is in your blogging and in your site is to be using keywords, You've got to use keywords in your post title, uh, URL slugs, and tags throughout the piece. I did a uh, podcast entire episode on this. I'll put a link in the show notes. Uh, Look, don't sacrifice good content to stuff your post with keywords, right? Google will see right through it. They won't like it. And guess what? Your readers aren't going to like it either. So just think in each piece, whether that's a blog or on the page, Uh, You know a couple two three keyword mentions that should do it And the last thing that I would say about searchability just in this general overview is to use images Uh, Look you can get by without them. I tried for a while but looking at my site and its performance when I was uh, Before I was using images and when I was using images. It's like night and day, right? These images help attract search engines uh, you know, this is why Facebook now favors native images, uh, in their posts. And you'll see, you know, if you, if you actually post an image to Facebook rather than link to it, it's going to show up nice and big. Twitter does the same thing. They, they favor these sort of visual posts and they want you to do that. They're motivating you to do that because they know that it gets bigger, uh, or higher click-through rates. So, you know, don't, Try to get by without them. Don't be stubborn about this. I know it's an additional thing to do, but use images whenever you can. And even if they're only decorative, something that supports the post or supports the the site, I think all that's fine. Um, It doesn't have to be something that's, you know, super professional images. Uh, You can see my blog for this at michaelbozzi.com. You know, I often use open images or whenever I can use my own images. And you should do that too, just to avoid any worries about copyright infringement or a use that you didn't intend or whatever. I mean, there's tons of places where you can find openly licensed images that are free and legal to use. Just do a search on on free images or Creative Commons images. Usually what I do is use Flickr uh, and then just set the search parameter to CCBY. So see if that works for you. All right, let's move on to discoverability. The thing about, you know, hey, are people likely to find your content? Uh, One, will people find it when they need it, even if it's not what they set out to find? And two, you know, is, is your blog or video or podcast or whatever, is it where the conversation is happening? Again, SEO is the start of this, but there are a bunch of other things that you can do to help your content be discovered the first thing be present look placement matters is your content on the appropriate sites right so for instance link each of your blog posts whenever you publish uh link it at least once in your facebook stream now Of course, if you publish a lot of content like I do, sometimes you don't do this as sort of, you know, uh, for different audiences. Uh, You might treat this differently. I don't post everything to my Facebook stream, but I do post at least once to a Facebook page. And, you know, only you can decide what your audience or your friends or whatever are, you know, what their tolerance is for a bunch of content. So for instance, your friends might not be interested, but I would say, you know, post it anyway once, not over and over again, just make it, even if it's that one post, make it a part of your portfolio, right? And the same thing goes for LinkedIn, especially if you're B2B. Twitter, if you're trying to build an audience, just because that's a really nice open network and it's very searchable. Uh, Google Plus, you know, I always say that's important to post at least once in Google Plus, if not for the social aspect, just that it helps boost the post within the Google environment. And why wouldn't you do that? Right. I mean, each of these different platforms has uh, a different context slightly. So you may be tweaking the content a little bit, but really for the extra incremental time spent, it's totally worth it. Now, the next thing is to be super feed friendly. A lot of people in today's world are not going to be coming to your site. They're going to be getting your content via a feed, for example, from Feedly. This is that's my favorite tool for uh, getting my own feeds. But even things like Dig and Reddit and whatever, uh, you know, in order to capture a reader's attention, you know, think of what it's what your content's going to look like in context in the feed. It starts to make you think, hey, look, the title is really compelling, right? Because sometimes that's all they're going to see. And they might see a little bit of your excerpt, but they're, it's going to be reduced to a title, maybe a little piece of content, uh, if you're lucky, uh, below that. But that really says that that title had better be compelling, right? It's going gonna, it's gonna to show up among literally hundreds of other titles. So it just shows you how important it is in today's world. You know, the content's reduced to the title, make sure that it makes people want to click. And of course, like I've said before, after that, when someone does click, the content had better be relevant just like I said earlier in this post, right, if you don't come through on the promise of your title, your reader is going to leave quickly. And you know what? They should leave quickly, because if you're doing that, if you're making a promise with your title and then you've got cheap or poor content beyond that, you're going to lose all authority pretty much instantly. And you're going to deserve that if you do that. And you know what happens in that case? When Google starts to see that behavior, it will disfavor you in search. So you don't want to do that. Everything, I say this over and over and over again, everything is about good content. A content strategy starts and ends with good content. So just, you know, it's worth underscoring that again. Now, the next thing that you can do to help with your discoverability is to tag wisely. This is similar to the way that you use keywords. You want to use tags in your blog to help your content function asynchronously. So how do you do this? search for a tag to see how popular it is really it's that simple right just do a simple Google search yes there are tons of tools that you can do both free and paid but really just type it into the search bar and yes you know uh, when you're doing tags you know it takes a bunch of work and consistency and persistence and all those things that I always say to establish a new tag right so if you want to enter a new term or a new tag into the into the environment that's great if you can do that. But when you're starting out, it's going to be a lot easier to ride someone else's work. So just, you know, build on the work that others have done to make a tag popular. This is a great search tool for getting found. You absolutely just have to use this. It's one of the huge advantages of social media uh, and blogging. Uh, So you definitely want to pay attention to that. And last thing, you know, I say this all the time, but, you know, in order to be discoverable, you got to be remarkable. Uh, Recommendations from people that are not you are everything. Like I said in the last episode, you want customers creating other customers for you. That means, by definition, you've got to be remarkable. Now, think about this. People are way more likely to read your post, listen to your podcast, watch your video, if it's been recommended to them. So just, you know, this sounds pretty simple. Uh, it's, it's a difficult thing to execute, but help your audience bring you more Audience that's taking advantage of network effects, and really it is the advantage of the digital world and especially social media. You can scale because it's all there, a bit available to you. But remember, people will only share things that are remarkable. And when you think about it that way, again, it goes back to good content. It's gotta be good content. Good content enough that someone is actually going to remark to someone else. Hey, I saw this post. I think you would enjoy it. Uh, You don't get that if it's not good content, if it's not inspiring, educating, informing, and it's doing so in a literally remarkable way. Okay, so if you do these things, you do them, again, with a generous mindset. You want to help folks. You're very genuine about it. You're very honest about it. And you are actually helping folks. And... Uh, People are able to find you in search and discover you when they're not looking for you. You deliver consistently. All this stuff is going to add up to online authority. People are going to start to see you as an authority. And, you know, I think I'll stop there and maybe talk about authority next week. Uh, It's a really important topic. And so maybe, yeah, why not devote an entire episode to that? All right. Well, hope you enjoyed this. Hope you got something out of it. You can find more on my website, michaelbosey.com. Appreciate all the, the questions, the comments, and of course, I appreciate your attention. So thanks for listening. We'll see you next week.